Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. Have you ever thought about strengthening multiple areas of your life at the same time? Then you've come to the right place. Our goal is to help you identify ways that you might need a progressive overload to break through those plateaus and keep you growing. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Progressive Overload Podcast. I'm glad to have you here with us at the table today. I'm Dustin Moore, joined by Joe Copeland. What's up? And Adam Lazarine. Not as enthusiastic. Hello. <laughs> Guys, we have a uh, kind of a first for us. This is, I think this might be the first part two episode that we've recorded. Yes. And uh, super excited about this. Super excited to revisit this subject because this is one that has piqued my interest and I'm excited specifically about what we're going to be approaching today. But you know, there's this one subject that I want to get into before we start. I'm intrigued. I'm glad you are because I didn't tell you what I was going to mention. No, you did not. (laughs) So, you know what is a big pet peeve for me? Uh, (laughs) One that we haven't talked about already? One that we haven't talked about already. Hmm, I don't know. Excuses. 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 There are so many good excuses and there are so many really bad excuses Mm -hmm. and uh oftentimes we try and hide behind those and i think we'll get into some of that a little bit here uh later but just a a question for you guys what is the what is your like favorite excuse that you've heard somebody give for what for anything oh for anything just uh just to try and get out of something like uh i would the dog ate the homework yeah like i would do that but Oh man, as a trainer, I mean, I have so there's so many that people give me on a daily basis. Okay. Like one of my least favorite one that makes me want to punch my face in or their face in. Maybe I shouldn't wow. say that out Your loud. Your face in. My face, yes, not yes. yours. I don't want to punch other people. I'm not violent like Tyson. But they Ooh, say I want I want to hire you as a personal trainer, but let me get a few months under my belt first. Like boom, boom, boom punch me in the face like no let me start you out on the right foot in a perfectly programmed <laughs> exercise plan three months of you just piddling around it. with yeah. uh, like let me teach you the basics i can I'm not, see so, i can see oh, that from a professional perspective so for much. you adam um i'm gonna take from a different approach uh from what i do as a, as a living and i hear this a lot you know i'm i would like to come to church but i'm just so Fill in the blank. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, I'm just going to leave it open-ended at that because I don't want to hurt anybody's yeah, feelings. Yeah, but Full stop. Full stop there. <laughs> but I'm just, I would like to do this, but I'm just so, and then I get yeah. a whole host of, of things that come. Oh, gosh. You know, uh, you know I, thank you guys for sharing. I, I'll gladly mention my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, when somebody asks me a question and I know open and honest that I'm trying to give an excuse, I will look them in the face and say peanut butter. And when they ask, what does that mean? I say, well, that's a good as, as good of an excuse as any other, you know? <laughs> I thought it was because so you could get into a sticky situation. Oh, I mean, tr- possibly depending on the usage, but, uh, like, no, like literally, and, and I totally steal that from Theral. shout out Theral. Mm. Um, but he, uh, there's been several times that I've asked Theral a question and he has jokingly just looked at me and said, peanut butter. <laughs> I said, what does that mean? 
Well, that's as good of an excuse as anything else I could tell you. So, thank you. It's a code word for an excuse. That's exciting. Now we're getting into code words for excuses. Now I want peanut butter. So that that has been. uh, I say that's a pet peeve. Um, You know, it it can be. Sometimes it's frustrating when when Mm. we hear those excuses. Um, But if you think about it, we are never as frustrated when we are the one giving the excuse. Yeah, there's an extraordinary amount of grace that goes into our own excuse. <laughs> yeah. Isn't yeah, there? There is. We get I, a double helping. Right. right. I'm going to give myself so much grace because I can justify it. Uh-huh. Uh, but when someone else gives it to me, man, you know, it's yep. not as, I'm not filled with that much grace. Yeah. So yeah. that's how it goes with excuses. Yeah. So and what are we? Pretty much all the lies that we're going to talk about today, um, most of them. Our excuses, our excuses for behavior, our excuses for maybe not working out or something like that. And so let y'all want to just dive into that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we've mentioned a little bit earlier that this is kind of our first part two episode. And being the first part two, we are revisiting. Joe kind of hinted at it. The lies that we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, Joe, what is uh, what is our first lie that we might tell ourselves in part two? I really want to work out, but I just don't think I have enough time. Oh, how many of us have been there? Mm. I've used that one. Oh, yeah. For and sure. And like Adam said earlier, I give myself extra grace when I use that yeah. one too, right? That's right. Yeah, because you know your schedule and you are the one that builds your schedule, but you're not building your schedule around that workout. And right. so yeah. That's the, obviously the answer to to this lie is... We all have the same 24 hours a day as every mm-hmm. individual person do. And and does. I would go so far as to say, like, and this is a concept that does not just apply to workouts. It also applies to um, our approach to meal prepping or anything else within our, fit, our fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, we can even connect it back to how we master our schedule of what do we place priority on? Yeah. It all goes back you know, to priorities. If, if I'm approaching my schedule and I'm looking in and I'm trying to fit the puzzle pieces of meal prepping because I know I need to do that because uh, I need that in order to keep my nutrition in check and my working out because I need that that time of, of putting strain on, on my muscles and on my body for me to see growth the way I'm wanting to see it. If those things are a priority, I'm going to find a way to fit those things in. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't have the time. It's... Do I really want to have the time? Yeah. Right. And so whenever we talk about having time and that word in and and of itself is kind of a weird thing because we can figure out time for things that we like and then we don't Mm -hmm. have time for the things that we need sometimes. Uh, But I want to, I want to take it from this approach. I am responsible for helping get myself and two of my children, my only two children out of the door in the morning to get to school. Sure. And if we're late, you know, there's three people in that equation mm-hmm. and there are times whenever it's one or the other or all three of us or a combination of some sort um, that gets us out the door a little bit later. Yeah. And so then I'm also uh, wanting to abide by the rules. And so I'm going the speed limit down the road and my daughter looks and she says, can't we go any faster? <laughs> you know, cause she's trying to get to school, trying to get yeah. to workouts, trying to get to sure. all the things that she has in the day. And I'm like, if we go faster, then there is a cost to pay. There's a price to pay because yeah. I could get a ticket. Yep. And then she said, well, we don't have time to go this slow. And I said, well, <laughs> this is my favorite thing. I say, our 
and I use all three of us, our strategic incompetence is not the officer's problem. Oh, man. Yep. I <laughs> so, love that. And so the way that we put our schedule together in the morning is not his problem. He's nope. doing his job and doing exactly what he's supposed to That's do. That's good. And I think we can we can just kind of go with that with our workout as well. What? Absolutely, our strategic incompetence. Yeah, I'm writing. I'm writing that. I down. like that yeah. a lot. <laughs> that is going in my book of quotes. I, I steal that from John Acuff in his study called Finish. Okay, that's oh, what he calls okay, it. Okay, okay. Uh, that's not some divine Scratching revelation. Adam, <laughs> right? From I want to give credit quote. where it's due. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like the concept with some when somebody tells me I don't have time. What I like to tell them is you don't have time not to focus on your health because yeah. it's you're either taking a time time away from your life now or you're taking time away from your life later yeah you know? it's you know it's oh, man when we talk about this concept of time and do i have time to do this or not um the the obvious answer is, is yes i do have the time i just need to make it um but time is is something that you know you, you have to place a value on yeah. because we're not getting any more of it. It's, uh, I don't know if you've ever, you guys have ever heard uh, the phrasing of, I'm the oldest I've ever been and the youngest I'll ever be. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And, yeah, like and for, for me, that just represents that, you know, I'm, I'm not getting any time back to put into this, so I need to put into it now. And if anything, I'm setting myself up to be able to uh, be more productive or, successful in in a physical sense um in hitting my goals Mm -hmm. later by doing the groundwork laying the groundwork now yeah yeah i've used this excuse so many times when it comes to trying to get into the word i yeah i wanted i want to focus on you know getting through the bible in in a certain period of time and here i am oh i don't have time to do it today but then i go sit down and i watch blankety blank show or i go and i go um play the playstation or something like that and, and he sits in in the wellness place and he you know has his headphones in and he's listening to space asmr oh dude don't tell people my secret <laughs> he's uh it's you know, safe he, with me i told it's you that safe. in confidence <laughs> <laughs> and now the world knows man. Uh, oh, no but man. that it's we 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 have so many little things that we substitute in that we could be spending, taking time and doing other things, yeah. um, doing things that really count. I guess you could, mm-hmm. you could say, um, there are so many things that should have value enough that it's an, it's almost one of those things that is a necessity to our sure. lives mm-hmm. that we, we need to work in. Um, you know, I, we've had this conversation of, of I have reached a point in in my fitness journey where not having the time to work out is more taxing than me forcing it in Mm, me not being able to get a workout in mentally drains me more so than me forcing myself to go and do it even if i don't feel like it and i loved that you're to that point because a lot of people quit exercising before they reach that point I think you've explained before. You've explained before, and I love it that what you said is you, you started where this was something that you had to do, then you got to where it's something that you enjoy doing, and then you got to where it's something that you can't go without. Yeah. And most people stop before they get to that point, and and I'm I'm there right now. You know, I, I, if I, I hate days that I can't work out or get mm-hmm. something in, you know, and so, 
just keep on pushing till you get to that point. Yeah. And I, I, I'm always intrigued by this phrase and I've used it and I've said it. Um, <laughs> this week has just flown by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was 24 hours every day. Mm-hmm. It's the same 24 <laughs> yeah, hours that absolutely. it was the last week when I, it was dragging by. Yeah. I literally, I sat down at my desk in my office this morning and, and I blinked and looked at my calendar and went, wow, we've already started May. Yeah. And, and I thought about it and went, man, a lot has happened in the last like month and a half. Sure. And it has flown by. It doesn't yeah. feel like I've actually gone through and lived those days, but I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same yeah. 24 hours. We just pile into it differently every, every time. I don't know. What do you guys, what would you say? Are you ever tempted to use this excuse? Number one, do you ever tell yourself this lie? And where do you most often find yourself leaning on this? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to say yes. Uh, I don't have time to um, make that phone call or I don't have time to make that connection mm. or I don't have time to, I'm with you, Joe, even as a pastor, sometimes I'm like, I want to get into the word and I just choose mm-hmm. to do something in, in place yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, and so it comes down to, Again, it's back to priorities and it's back to what isn't most important to me. And Mm -hmm. my checkbook usually tells me what that is, (laughs) Um, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's seriously my checkbook, um, how I spend my free time tells me what that is more than, you know, what I, what I feel like it should be sometimes in my head. And and I like, I've openly admitted this to you guys, um, ever since the end of, end of our contest, right. Where we loosen the reins a little bit, um, on ourselves and, if I'm honest, the place I told myself the lie, this lie, the most has to be within that realm of meal prepping and in the kitchen. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And and it's not like I've been inherently just, oh, I'm just going to down this whole bag of chips. I'm not like eating junk. Um, maybe not eating the most nutritious food, but sticking within nutrition and trying to like control self. Yeah. Uh, but... I find myself lacking when I'm not meal prepping and planning in advance. Mm-hmm. And and that has been the one area where I have seen myself struggle the most yeah. because I don't have that extra added pressure. Um, and, and just in, in context of like, I'll get home and, and like you say, I'll fill in the blank. I'll do 10,000 other things. I'll go do laundry. I will go do dishes. I will vacuum. I will clean house. I'll fill in the blank, but I'm, I avoid going and, and working in the kitchen. We've got to get you some actual dishes to where you enjoy (laughs) cooking, you know, where you can make some noise and, you know, foil pans are just not doing it for you anymore. That, that, that's yeah, that's the, what it is. That's it's, the, it's the aesthetic of, of uh-huh. cooking. That's what's turning me off. Yeah. yeah. Too bad. Too bad for you. Yeah. What about you, Joe? No, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, Nutrition-wise, I feel like I'm in a very balanced place right now. Uh, there are some times where I probably eat more, of, more than I should. Um, but food quality-wise, I'm doing pretty well. Um, sure. Yeah. I think I'd like to talk about number two, which is one that I see pretty often also. Uh, the facility that I run, uh, we also have physical therapy in there. So I see this one a lot. And the lie that we or y'all or some other people tell themselves is, mm-hmm. I think I'm too old to start. I don't, I don't, I think I'm just too far and, gone. And there's also that. that other end too. Yeah. 
oh, yeah. too old or I'm, I'm too, too young. young. Yeah, we could get, and, get into that too. And, you know, it's, it's kind of piggybacks off the whole timing thing that we just talked about. But in, in context of this I'm too old mentality, um, really what we're telling ourselves when we say that, correct me if I'm wrong, tell me what you guys think. <laughs> Uh, what we're what we're telling ourselves when we say I'm too old is it's too late. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I've looked at some of the things that are that people do in the gym, or not necessarily this gym, but other gyms and other places. And mm-hmm. you know, you see tons of things online, and people are doing these exercises. And I can look at that and go, Yeah, I'm too old for that move, <laughs> or I'm too old for that. You know, those body mechanics don't work with me anymore. You see all those like calcinic videos and you're like, yeah, maybe back then. I'll leave that to the professionals. And so, um, (laughs) but I I don't think that's what we're actually getting at here, but. Well, it could. It could. I guess you could. Um, For me, as the elder statesman of the table, I have to do probably more modifications than you guys do. And not not so much at this point in my life, but no. as I continue to age and continue sure. to, you know, my body, we're we're fighting the inevitable. Yeah. Um, greatest statistic ever: one out of every one person dies. <laughs> um, and so we're just delaying that. Yeah. Um, or trying to, and so I do look at some things and go, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's probably for my own self preservation, and then some yeah. because. Um, I don't want to hurt my pride too much yeah. Yeah. And, and go, yeah, I completely fell on my face because no. I was trying something yeah, that, yeah. you know, the 18 year old kid yeah. was doing. Yeah. And then, you know, scientifically, you know, as a strength coach, you, you could do those if that was something that you were interested in pursuing. If you're like, I want to put myself to the challenge of, I want to perform an overhead snatch or a, you know, something like that, something way more technical and difficult to do then you absolutely could. You could work on it and make it happen. Older people than you have started way later. Sure. But it's, it, that's really, it's not necessary to be healthy. It's not necessary to be strong. It's just, if that's something that you're interested in doing. Sure. Yourself, I, I yeah. think, I think this one specifically, it also deals with a lot of how we view ourselves. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, it's that idea of man, I'm too old to start and to do these things because I doubt myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm too young or, or too inexperienced. Mm. Maybe would be a better way of phrasing that as opposed to young. I'm too inexperienced. There's no way that I can get into and, and do this because these guys are just way ahead of me. Yeah. Like that's been something that I've walked through in, in past and was, um, I've told you guys somewhat of my testimony growing up, my, my relation to uh, fitness and sports and and that was one that was a big hindrance to me mm-hmm. getting into fitness and sports sooner was because gotcha. I, I felt so many more or I felt like everyone around me was much further along than yeah. I was yeah. and I didn't want to embarrass myself sure. by playing catch up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's and that is a lie. That is a lie. There is very little information that tells us that a kid that starts at junior league sports is going to be behind or ahead of somebody who only starts at seventh sure. grade or something like that. Right. Our, their bodies are so young and they're also, I mean, the mental aspect maybe of understanding the sport and knowing the sport, but physically they can catch up to each other yeah. instantly or just, you know, with just a month or two of, of training under their belt. Yeah. The the ability to close that gap is, is not as almost like insurmountable as, yeah. as it seems, yeah. you yeah. know, it's, it's doable. Yeah. One of the places I really see this is in the church. Oh yeah. Uh, sure. You get to a certain point 
and I'm I, I'm not picking on anybody in particular, but I do see this as a a something that comes along with age. Mm-hmm. People get to the point and they say something like, "I'm too old to do that." Or I have put in my time doing that. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yes. You know, that, I've yeah. already I've already done that, and I'm not doing it again. <laughs> yes. Kind of thing. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I don't know if that translates to the gym. No, uh, it doesn't have to. But it doesn't have to exactly. Yeah. But I I do see it, and I I'm yeah. all often perplexed because I don't find that anywhere in scripture that goes once you reach yeah. the yeah. age yeah. of fill in the blank, you can stop yeah. doing what the mission of the church sure. is. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I see that in, in the same way, and in, in, I'm, I'm like you, not picking on anybody or nothing, uh, but but it is something that we tell ourselves of, you know, I've, I've done my time, now it's somebody else's time. I've, I've fill in the blank, I've, I've done this, or, or, you know, I'm just, I'm too old to jump in there right. and be, be doing that, uh, as opposed to fill in the blank yeah now sometimes it does happen where physically they cannot do sure. what we were asking them to do sure um and that's fine yeah. I, I get that completely uh but who whoever says we get to stop you know yeah. being a part of the church for sure uh, and, sure. and you know like there's also that flip side perspective if you take it from a faith approach of if we're evangelizing and we're we're talking to people and maybe adam maybe give us a, a way that we could respond to these people uh, perhaps totally hitting you with this, uh, just, you know, uh, we're winging it. It's okay. But there's those people that they don't take that approach of I'm too old to be there and not, they don't have the approach of eh, I'm too inexperienced to be there. But sometimes they have that phrasing of I'm just too bad. Uh, okay. you know too far I mean? gone. I, I'm too far gone. There's almost that no hurt. There's no hope for me. Right. Type of mentality of I, it's great. I'm hearing what you're saying. It's not for me just because who would who would want me? I go back thing. to this the simple fact that I was once in that same boat sure. and was not worthy and was not you know capable of saving myself either. Yeah. Um, and I I try to empathize with them because I I try to understand what that feels like at some level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I also try to make sure that they understand that that's not just them. That's sure. everyone. Yeah. Everyone is in that same boat until we, we understand yeah. and, and acknowledge and, and are introduced to Jesus. We're born a, into a sinking boat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's a good way to put that. Yeah. And so we're all together in that same sinking uh-huh. boat. And um, the only thing that saves us is is Christ and the shed blood on the cross. So okay. I, I, I'm glad you asked that just because some people do think that about themselves, that they're Absolutely. too far gone. God wouldn't want me. He mm-hmm. can't possibly know all the things I've done. Yeah. And those are just lies that we tell ourselves to to shield us from the fact that we've got something in front of us that's readily available yeah. and we don't want it. Mm-hmm. Just like fitness. Yeah. It's readily available even if you can get out of a chair from your couch, you know, from your couch or your recliner. You can get up and down a hundred times a day. Yeah. That's available to you. Yeah. And most of us just don't want it. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I go with that. Yeah. And there's, and you know, bringing it back to fitness, there's so many people that think they're too far gone to start exercising or start eating right. They're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm 65 and I'm morbidly obese. That's just, I'm just going to die this way. Yeah. And that's such a, such a sad way to think. You know, that, that picture of, you're almost telling yourself, this is just who I am. 
uh-huh. and you're defining yourself as a, yeah. and letting what you you know what you are in that instant mm-hmm. define you. It, you guys know we've had this conversation of how competitive I've become. <laughs> really, and, and, I hadn't uh, noticed. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And uh, if I'm honest. One one of the big motivations I'm I'm one that uh, if I'm on social media if I'm on any kind of like platform where I'm watching YouTube and, and studying and doing things and there's any kind of like one of those motivational speeches or or motivational quotes um, I always watch them because they fascinate me and they they just they give me energy yeah. they really do and. And one person said, imagine you get to the end of your life and, uh, and you're standing in heaven, right? And you're faced with the picture of who you could have become if you had started. Oh, hmm. okay. You, you it almost get that glimpse of, of who you could have been. Yeah. And for me, when I was first starting my fitness journey, and not that I think that would ever happen, right? right. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I don't agree don't, with you theologically, but I don't have to. That is not founded in scripture, <laughs> but this, uh, it, just the idea of, of picturing who I could become if I would just simply mm-hmm. start and put in the work. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's almost that picture of look at what you missed out on yeah. because you didn't take it serious enough. To where all it all it takes is just a simple getting up and getting after it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let that be an encouragement to you. If you're if you're still waiting to get up and get after it, um, you're not too old. You're not too young. Just yeah. get started. Yeah. It there the timing of it uh, really is irrelevant. Um, yeah. You know, you are in in a place currently where you can make progress. Yeah. yeah. And any step forward is massive and we're here to applaud you through that absolutely Um, yeah and and everyone starts at a different point um for me i i had this i can't mentality really and i and i reached that point of i'm tired of telling myself i can't do something yeah yeah i like um y'all saw me make a note while ago i i want to talk a little bit about the science of aging and just so you can understand what your body's going through. If you're in that person who's just thinking I'm a little bit too old to start every decade that you live after your thirties, your body's going to lose 10% muscle mass. It's it's age related sarcopenia. If you're not paying if you're not actively trying to continue to add that strength and muscle, you are losing 10% muscle. And that is hmm. a lot, especially if you don't have much to begin with. Okay. So Gaining you just a said candle on the birthday cake and losing the muscle. You matter. just, you just saved me. Cause I was about to go, what? Um, but you said if you're not trying to actively put it on yes. or put it back or work exactly. at it, then yeah. you will lose it. Yeah. So, okay, I'm okay. The, okay, sh- good. the sheer amount of fear that <laughs> creeped across Adam's face in that like, moment. Oh, man. man. Oh, no. oh um, for you to be in the room and see that visually. <laughs> yeah, it was horrifying because I could just see this picture of what I could be, yeah. <laughs> like Dustin said. Yeah. Um, and so uh, <laughs> at losing 10% of my muscle mass yeah. with every 10 years if you only had 10 percent to begin with hey you're it's in trouble okay. it's okay adam if you that hurts you know if <laughs> if you were to go the next 20 years without lifting a weight or working at it you'd still have more muscle mass than me and Joe. Ah, it's okay. come on yeah i, I love that. it um but yeah um we have to 
pay attention to that because what I like to, I always love to tell people this, the number one reason someone is, has to be checked into an assisted living center is because they can't get up off the toilet by themselves. Meaning you don't have the muscle and strength to get off of the toilet to do mm. one body weight squat. So, it, you know, and it's so amazing, um, because there, there, I see so many people that, uh, have that mentality of, ah, I'm nah, I'm past that. And then I see so many, like, we, we have a, a gentleman who we all know, and I think you guys will know without me saying his name, uh, who for his age is extremely active and you would not be able to guess like how old he is no. based on just being around him. No. Um, and, and he is someone who is very, I, I mean, I would consider him fit to an extent, um, more so than most. Um, and, and it's, it just goes to serve, serve the answer of it isn't too late because if you look around you, there are people who aren't, I guess, aren't struggling the way you, that you think you do. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not that they're that much different. They just, uh, they may have put in a little more work and, yeah. and there, yeah, there is sure. the opportunity for you to make progress. Yeah. You made the, the comment a while ago about this is just the way God made me. And I think this is a, another third lie that people say all the time. And they use it as a way to excuse themselves for their behavior or for who they are, who they've become. Yeah. And so as we're, as we're talking about health, um, so many people use that as a way to just accept the fact that they are obese or this is just the way God made me. They accept that this is why I have diabetes. That's just the way that God made me. It's a, it's one of those ways that we use to disconnect sure. our, ourselves and who we are with, um, with our decisions. Yeah. And, and, and I'll be like, I'll be the first to admit, like there are people who struggle with those things and, and they have medical reasons and, you know, it's not something that they've heaped upon themselves perhaps, um, and, and so like understanding that, um, the idea of when we talk about this is the way God made me, it's, it's like we go back to what we talked about at the beginning. It's an excuse. Yeah. It's, it's the excuse of, you know, I would go work out and I would try and lose weight. I've tried before and just, I, I haven't quite been able to do it. And I think yeah. this is just the way God made me to be. Yeah. yeah. What about the idea that you that you run into people that say, well, I'm just as I look this way and then you see their parents and their parents look like them and then mm -hmm. their grandchildren Grand. start to look like, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so there are some genetics that play into this, but I also think that you there can are. you can navigate that. It's it's just like in the in the church, you can't go you can only go so far and go, yeah, this is what my parents believe. So mm -hmm. I believe it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At some that only point, gets you so far. At yeah. some point you have to own your own faith. You have to pack your own suitcase. You do. You yeah. have to pack your own bags. Mom and, and dad are not always going to be there to pack your lunch. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's one of those things for, you know, our fitness and working out and owning our own responsibility in that, yeah. that we've got to do, uh, because sure. our parents can't do that for us. Yeah. There's this movement, uh, it's pretty big right now, and it's it's a body posit body positivity movement, and I don't want anybody to think that I'm speaking against that because I think we should all learn to love our bodies regardless of where we are in our health and fitness journey, um, but we cannot use that as as a way to excuse poor habits and then <laughs> poor health. Um, so yes, love your body. It, God did make you in His perfect image, but that doesn't mean that it can excuse 
sure. binge eating and eating junk and eating crap and treating our body like crap. And so that's, I think, where there's a big um, yeah. misunderstanding. And I, I would almost, I would almost say like, what, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, what we're kind of trying to sum up with this is uh, when we say the phrase, this is the way God made me. We are not trying to give ourselves some kind of an, of an excuse no. so that we can avoid addressing what needs to be addressed. Yeah. I think that's what we're getting at. Yeah, absolutely. Don't use that lie in, in a way um, because God did make us. God did form us in his image. There, There is that there, but don't let that be the reason. I'm not going to bank all... All that I have on on that fact alone, yeah. in regards to, you know, I I would deal with my eating habits because I know my nutrition isn't the best, and I would work out because I know I should probably get some exercise, and I usually don't. Uh, but this is just the way God made me. Oh, that's it's, the way Ronald McDonald made you. It's the excuse. <laughs> True. Uh, it's just it, sometimes we bank on that excuse yeah. so that we can avoid doing something that is uncomfortable sure. yeah. or that we do not enjoy um, instead of just embracing the suck. Well, yeah. and and it goes into that idea of let's not blame God for something that God did not do. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, it's hard because, you know, depending on where you sit and stand uh, theologically, you may actually believe that um but like dustin said god did create you mm-hmm. but god did not <laughs> to be in his image but that does not mean physically you are going to look um i'm going to be careful with this uh yeah it means you know no none of us really know exactly what jesus looked like as no, a no. specimen yeah. physically yeah. um but i don't think that um that we were created in his image to look like everybody thinks that that you can't just lump that into one thing and go, yep, I'm in his image. Yeah, and that yeah. image is, you know, grossly obese or that image is anorexic yeah. or that image and then claim that mm-hmm. as his image. Of course. Right. That's not yeah. what that means. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't say, you know, I'm in shape rounds of shape. So, you right. know, good enough. Yeah. Have y'all ever done, um, a pretty in-depth like personality test? No. Yes. There's ones. Have you ever Maybe. heard the Enneagram? Oh, yeah. I think you have, Adam, haven't you? I have. I remember. Somewhat. I remember Don't taking, ask me my results, yeah. but yes, I have. But people, um, there's like, I'm trying to remember what it's called, but there's this personality test that tells you kind of, oh, it's the Enneagram. Yeah. Enneagram test. And it tells you like my wife, she is, she took the test and she is, an, it's, they're all number systems, but I can't remember mm-hmm. what it is, but hers is basically you are. Um, you're the boss lady, you're a dominator, you make decisions and that probably dominator isn't the right word, but you like to be in charge and you like to, uh, um, anyways. And one of the things is it, it, you like to be a blunt person and I see people that will come up, you'll go up to somebody. I'm not saying this is my wife at all. She doesn't do this, but I've had people come up. I've seen, okay. Hey, uh, man, Joe, you put on a little weight, you know? And I'm like, Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Thanks for that. Um, and she's like, Oh, sorry. I'm just a really blunt person. You know, that's just the way God made me. I'm just a blunt person. And I just want to say, no lady, you're just a jerk who has no, (laughs) no, um, filter filter and no feelings for how you make people feel. And so I think people do that also. They excuse 
their behavior, the way they treat people as, oh, that's just my personality. Yeah. No, you're just rude. You're just rude. Yeah, and, and but to piggyback off that, I, I think what you're getting at here, Joe, is is sometimes we the, we use that, oh, that's just the way I am excuse to uh, justify or avoid dealing with uh, poor poor habits or choices. Yeah. Yeah. In our sure. in our personal lives. Yeah. Um and that's that's something that applies to our our faith life, that to our fitness life, to our everyday life of we look at certain areas and we say, ah, it's just the way I am. Yeah. yeah. So For I sure. want to clarify one thing before we finish this up. Yeah. Um, when I say being made in his image, we are made into his image so that we can relate to him, not so that we can look like him yeah, physically. That's good. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Sure. And so that that's kind of where I wanted to wrap that up because I feel like I didn't do a very good job of explaining that. No, you did fine. I like, let's dig into that though. Yeah, so we're made in his image just so that we can be relatable to him because we are made for a relationship with him. Yeah. And so whenever we are, when we talk about that, I'm not necessarily talking about body types or weight or muscles or any of those things. Human in general. Yeah, just a human in general were made in his image. So there you go. Uh, That was, that was, that's one of those verses that I've read over and over and over and I don't really, never really fully understood like what it actually meant to be made in his image. There you go. So, yeah, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Last lie that I want to talk about, um, kind of changing gears just a little bit more talking about um, some science that goes behind this. Uh, this is a lie that we say, I don't need to work out because I do physical labor all day. Uh, I hear this all the time. Um, you know, we're, we're in a, a big farming community but also oil field type community and i i see this from people all the time and they'll uh they'll say i just don't don't really need to i'm I'm so busy i'm so physical throughout the day and and yet how many times have you seen these dudes that just have massive bellies and are sluggish and and just really not healthy looking yeah and and i think that there's I think there's two sides to that. I think sometimes we're like, ah, I don't need to go to the gym. I don't need to exercise because I fill in the blank, right? Yeah. Because my job is super physical because I did extra work at home. Maybe I mm-hmm. walked around a little more today than average. Yeah. Um, and, and we, we say, Oh, well I don't need to go to the gym because of that. Yeah. But we're ignoring the other half of that, which is nutrition. Right. Oh, for and, sure. and that's part of it. Absolutely. Um, that's part of it. Definitely. But this idea of, I don't need to work out because I, went and, and insert fill in the blank did this work at home today yeah. uh, because I went to work today um, but I, I don't see I don't like they make that correlation and connect the two of that substituting almost yeah, right. for their exercise yeah um, and, and I don't see that myself but no. well uh, it's just it's a difference of perspective yeah. uh, but well, yes it's definitely a lie that for we the three of us to. the most active we are is that hour hour and a half that we're in the gym right because uh, we we work in the office most of the day most of the yes. time what I wanted to talk about this is is basically the whole concept of progressive overload because if I think about what these oil field workers are doing or these uh, mm-hmm. ranchers or anything you know fill in the blank blue uh, you know active blue job collar cut physical type job sure you're doing that day in and day out. And guess what happens when we do things day in and day out? You get used it to it. It becomes normal. We adapt and it becomes a part of our everyday life. So if it becomes something that you do on a consistently ba- consistent basis, your body is going to adjust its metabolism, adjust, mm-hmm. it's going to send it, it's hold on to its resources because it knows it's going to 
be doing that every single day. And so you, it you sucks for them. Point, you, correct me if I'm wrong. You hit that point where you need an added stimulus. Yes, absolutely. You have to have it you have in to, order yeah. to progress or, or um, improve. In, in some cases, I would almost even say to maintain, you need mm-hmm. that extra yeah. stimulus. Yeah, for sure. And it's just, it's just part of what your body does to adapt. And, and daily activity will, should never su- uh, substitute planned programmed exercise. Why so, not? Why not? Because it's, it's, it's meant to adapt your body in certain ways that working in a field can't. I see. Um, you, you can work, you know, certain different things depending on your job duties. Uh, but if you have a, an aesthetic jo- a goal or a goal to lose weight or something like that, obviously nutrition's a big part, but you have to program your exercises around what you want to see grow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So that's just something that I like to talk about. It's like, uh, it's, it's like, you know, I'm never going to str- gain strength and muscle in my legs. If all I work is arms, Yeah, I guess is, yeah. is almost how I'm, I'm reading you putting it of, yeah. of, I can, I can do this work and I can do this extra stuff and that's great. And it puts that stress and it stimulates the muscle in, in my arms because of this job or my legs or maybe I'm targeting this but there are other parts of me that are not getting hit or targeted um, in some cases isolated you know making those isolated movements uh, in in a way that would make progress well when you think about the concept of wellness in as a whole you take your whole body and like you're talking about Dustin even particularly for elderly patients or people that have had an injury and they go through rehab when you begin to do those targeted targeted movements in your mm-hmm. rehab program for your quads or your hamstrings or your glutes mm-hmm. or something that is is lacking or diminished, yeah. um, then you hear reports of those people like, I can stand up so much easier. Mm-hmm. I can get around the house and I'm yeah. not having yeah. to use this and I'm not yeah. doing that. And that's the benefit of using a program sure. or something structured yeah. as opposed to just your ADLs, sure. your activities of daily exactly. living. Yeah. Um, that that makes the gains and, and, and makes this, you this yeah, almost comes back to what we talked about in another one of our episodes where um, that work and those other things that we're doing are great mm-hmm. but they're no substitute yeah. they they can supplement be added on to our our workout or mm-hmm. our programming uh, but they do not replace our programming and and you know there that is a truth of of great proportions yeah you know and and is a truth that applies to so many more areas of course um of of our journey there are so many more things that we we can say "Ah, i don't really need to do this because i fill in the blank and i was watching uh the best part about being a dad is getting uh having excuses to watch coco melon no don't (laughs) say those words around me um, but getting to watch cartoon movies or uh, kids movies, and we were watching Kung Fu Panda, which is one of my favorite series, um, this weekend. Yes. And he said, "And I'll leave y'all with this quote because I love it, and it pretty much is the basis for the Progressive Overload podcast. If you only do what you can do, you can only do what you can do. Right now, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. If you only do what you can do, you can only do what you can do right now." Wise and words. So, I loved it. Panda I was Joe. like, I wrote, yeah. I took my note. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's good. 
Because if we want to grow in our life, did you just call me Panda Joe? Uh, yes, I did. I just now caught that. <laughs> You're Thank wearing you the that. appropriate colors, so. Oh, man. I'm clumsy like a panda. They're my favorite animals. Anyways. Hey, what other movie has a character that you can so closely relate to, right? This is true. Just me? Just me? Okay. No, this, this is Fair true. Enough. I'm sorry, Joe. Finish up. Uh, well, y'all kind of knocked me off of where I was, but that's okay. Um, if you want to grow in your life, do what you do more than what you did yesterday. Do more than what you can possibly do, and that's how you grow. It's a good word, brother. Thank yeah. you guys for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed our, our episode of our follow-up to Lies We Tell Ourselves. We're looking forward to seeing you and hearing from you on all of our social media uh, platforms. Yes. And um, we're going to go get some bamboo shoots now. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Overload Podcast. We're honored to be a small part of your day. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or are interested in sponsoring our efforts, please feel free to reach out via email. Find us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops. And as always, you can help us reach the masses by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram to follow our own personal journeys and get an inside look on our day-to-day lives. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.